Dude, it's super cool when like the people who are fixing your car call you and say that they broke your car when they were supposed to have it fixed. That's like my favorite thing that ever happens in the world. They said they broke it? Yeah, they were like, hey, we, we kind of broke it, so we got to do it again. Yeah, isn't that cool? Freaking love it. Are they going to pay you or like charge you less because they broke it? I mean, they didn't break my car. They just broke the part that they put in my car, and then they had to put a new one in. Bunch of wankers. Yeah. How, how do you know that they, the new one's good? I mean, I mean, they broke the old one, so that doesn't leave a lot of The new of one's always better. Yeah, but the old one was a new one. Well, yeah, but this is a new, new one. Yeah, new is well, better. Yeah, new is always better. Yeah, but what about a new, new, new one? After this, new new one breaks. Now you're blowing my mind. I should yes. go and ask him to put another new one in. Can you just switch it out again? Yeah, I just want I want to make sure. Breaks. The more new is the better. Yeah, that's the more new is the better. That's gonna be the quote on Chase's headstone. More new is the better. The more, more new is the better. It's complete <laughs> sentences. A lot of unnecessary. You got a problem with the way I talk, huh, Jason? Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> No, I got a problem with the way this dog I talks good, cords. all right? I talks good. <laughs> <laughs> Matt, what's a good what's what's a good cold open, Matt? What's how do you how do you cold open a podcast? <laughs> um You know what you know what else is a cold open? <laughs> <laughs> the Savage Land. That's how you cold open a podcast. Yeah. That was good. That was a great, great times. I feel so weird with other people in the room when I'm recording now. You can't I'm so like, used to staring at a wall. <laughs> Do your like other roommates like yeah. wonder what you're doing? No, I mean they they know what I'm doing. They know I'm podcasting, but it's just for me, I feel like Is it like look weird? I feel like if I were to like walk past a room and saw someone oh. just like talking into a microphone. Literally facing a wall. No, I'm legitimately like I'm just facing a wall with a microphone in my face. Like if somebody were to walk in the room and see me. It, like uh, they would probably be a little weirded out because I'm like laughing boisterously, <laughs> like more exaggerated than normal, and I'm just like talking, staring at a wall, staring at nothing. There's I not think even a video chat. I feel like they figured out pretty quick though, because you're talking into a microphone and there's your computer. They probably figured out pretty quick, but it looks weird, like because I'm just having a one-sided conversation into a microphone. You know, it's like it's like when your grandparents are first using Skype; it just doesn't look natural. I, I imagine, yeah, the days before Skype. They would have, people would have thought it was weird, but now people probably don't think. How do you know what time I live? You don't know what time I live in. Yeah, fair point. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> you know what other time you don't know about? What time do I not know about? The Savage Land. Start it over again. <laughs> then the, <laughs> this will be our third cold open. <laughs> you guys know what else stops and starts and then has a theme song? The Savage Land. Welcome back to the Savage Land. Should I do that thing? I did that one time where I... Um, <laughs> no, I'm not going to do that. Uh, we're all in the same room today, guys. Who do we got? It's me, Matt. Rachel. Jason. And Chase. Oh, snap. Surprise attack. Surprise. Oh, snap. Surprise attack. Um, it's a new catchphrase. <laughs> <laughs> We got we got all 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 the people assembled in the same room. Like, it's not all the people. There have been plenty more people on this podcast than us four, but like that's true. Yeah, but we're the coolest ones, right? Yeah, we're the coolest. We're, yeah. We yeah. might be the coolest ones. Get it? 
Ha ha ha. I see what you yeah. see what yeah. I you got it. Thank uh, God. Uh, you might not be the coolest one. How's it going? How's everyone doing? It's We're, been a long time since I've seen your faces. Any of yours? How's the not looking at a wall? It feels great. Uh, as I established, it's like it's, I can see emotions. Although I feel like it's harder for me to uh, to like really get into the zone with what? faces in front of me. Oh, we I'm can a, turn you around. Yeah. Yeah, do you right want to face you. the wall? Dude, should I do that? That's we can put the, you in the corner over there. The last time I was in Utah when we recorded that one episode, I was almost also facing a wall. I was like off in the corner of the garage while you guys were around a table. Yeah, it was You really chose awkward. that life for yourself. I, have, <laughs> I didn't mean to choose that life for myself. I did not mean to at all. Nobody put you in a corner and said, you live here now. Nobody puts Jason in a corner. Except for Jason. Except for Jason. Yeah, I'm yeah. the only one who can put me in a corner. Um, it's uh, It's been a week. What did, we, did we have a last week? Was what? What was last week? Oh, Peppos. David, David Peppos. And then the week before was the oh, Peppy Peppos. The, the double up with Scott Corelli and yeah. Zach. Um, Zach Luna. Luna. Thank you. That was a good. That was a good time. That was a good. Great times. What are they, we got? There's a big movie that came out this week, guys. Did you hear about that movie? It's called Flash Gordon. Yeah, we're gonna talk about Flash Gordon starring. Uh, Wait, I'm not prepared. Prepared for this. I've not seen that movie. It's okay. You don't need to. Oh, okay, we can talk about it without okay. without seeing anything. Gosh dang it. Um, <laughs> uh, no, we're we're gonna be talking about Guardians of the Galaxy Volume Two today. Uh, but before we do that, we gotta we gotta get to the catch up, guys. We gotta we gotta ke- we got some catching up to do. Am I right? Oh boy, Matt, what what you been doing? I'm so behind in everything right now. Yeah. What do I want to catch up? I got a TV. I got a big TV, so I've just been watching movies. What you been watching? I watched Star Wars. And then I watched Empire Strikes Back, and then I watched Return of the Jedi, and then I watched Godzilla, and then I watched um, Captain Fantastic, and then I watched. Uh, That's a lot of movies. A lot of movies. We're just <laughs> listing. Now. Tell, we haven't we haven't talked about Captain you, Fantastic. You asked before. you asked a listing. I question. did ask. <laughs> Tell, what, I don't know. I I I I'm gonna I want to talk about American Gods because I watched the first episode, season one, episode one. How was it? I still haven't gotten around to seeing it. Oh, well, it was pretty damn great. Um, I feel like it's. I feel like we're overdue for a good Neil Gaiman adaptation, and this one I thought was pretty good. I'm gonna let Rachel also chime in a little bit. I may have stole her ketchup too. I don't know. Yeah, that was my ketchup. <laughs> well, then you guys can both. It'll be a double sized ketchup special. <laughs> double ketchups. Because so, that's that's all I've really done. How I mean, like, how true did they stay for the adaptation on this? Uh, they moved some stuff around. Not but too much. Though. No, it's pretty, but it's pretty. It's pretty concise. Yeah, like it's not anything that would upset me. But what about the vagina that swallows people? Did they it, keep that? Yeah, that's it. Yeah, really? Yeah. Yep. Did they, are it, you guys watching? Did you, <laughs> <laughs> have you, have you no. never seen or have you never uh, read American Gods? No, I have not. It's a Neil Gaiman book. That's uh, that's pretty dope. Well, there's a vagina that swallows a man. Yep. Yikes. Yeah. That's yeah. not it. You don't see any vagina, but you see uh-huh. everything else. Yeah, you see him Does he going. Just climb? Like, is it like a side view of a man just like getting sucked into a woman's pelvis? No, he's on his he's on his back and she's mounted on top of him, and then he just slowly gets smaller and disappears. That's amazing. Yeah. it's pretty great. <laughs> is it, it is just pr- silhouettes or like? No, it's no. Uh, it's, wow. Yeah. Yeah. Huh. Yep. I forget what even happens after that. I was like reading that and I was like, huh. And then just. <laughs> <laughs> no, the entire rest of the book just it was a away. little less graphic in the show than it was in the book. Yes, but the book, that's the book really gets into it. Yes, and this so this is a little bit less. So bad. there's a book about this. Yeah, yeah. Like, this is great. We need to make 
a show about this. Well, so no, it's, it's, not, it's not about just, a vagina swallowing people. Yeah, it's no, about no, no, other yeah, that's things. That's all I've heard of it, so. <laughs> that's just, I don't know. That's like a side character. No, the story's mostly about... That's a side uh, character? Yeah. yeah. Tell, yeah, tell for people who have never, like for people like Chase who have never uh, read American Gods. It's what's like about? all the old gods st- still exist and kind of walk among amongst us. Wait, well, what old gods? All the old gods. What do you mean? Like, like all of them. From like what from, are the old gr- gods? from Greek, from Norse, from Just, Egyptian. They all mixed together? Yeah, yeah. Oh, all right. Because in America, it's such a melting pot here that everybody brought their gods with them from the old country, right? The beliefs in their old gods. Oh, okay. Mm. Right. And in this world, belief can conjure their... The, the that entity to be in reality uh and then along the way in this journey that they're trying to do it kind of comes to comes to pass that the new gods that have arisen in america are like what is it like pollution and technology and yeah technology uh, boy i think is because that's what, what he's usually called nowadays people putting their oh. faith and belief into yeah. Them, yeah and so it's sort of manifest sounds interesting yeah, except for that other part creeping me out over there jason me yeah, because mm. I, <laughs> I, I don't know. I, like I never read the full book, and so I, I like I got a few chapters. You never in. read the full oh, book. No. I got a few chapters in, and then I got distracted by other stuff, and I haven't finished it. Yet. Oh man! Well, read it. You're not allowed to watch the show until you read it. Agreed. Uh, that that's a nutshell. Do I have I to know, watch it. I know I have, do. I have to read it. It's worth your time. You should read it. How much? How big is it? It's like a book. It's a whole book. <laughs> <laughs> like how big of a it's book? It's like. A book. It's, it's almost exactly. Yeah, but they got like different sizes in books. It's like a yeah. book, book, but not like a book, book. Yeah, oh, so it's just like a book. <laughs> yeah, yeah. it's right. a book. Relative, relative. Which which Harry Potter book does it fall most? You in could line you line? could read it from start to finish if you got on a train from Salt Lake City to uh, Las Vegas. Uh, no, maybe not that. Maybe a little farther. Could but, I read it in a day? Yeah. Chase is a pretty fast reader. When I read books, I read them in a day. I read it, I read it in a day, probably maybe two. I read it, I blew through it. Yeah. yeah, I think I read it in about two days. Yeah. Chase read like I'll the entirety of like the first two or three years of the new 52 in like two weeks. It was a little Oh, weird. I did do that. That's not a lot of words compared There's, to like actual books. Yeah, yeah, I guess. But it's still, that's still a lot of I, I read, I, read, I think I read The Hobbit in like a day. All, you guys, all three of you are like way faster readers than I am. I get I'm, I get obsessive about stuff. Yeah, I, mean, yeah. I have to like finish I, yeah. it. It's like a movie. I usually read a book in a day yeah, a or story, two days max. I don't want to just stop and then pick it up the next day. You can let you can, it, it it the, there's an audiobook out that's a full cast audiobook that that is worth your time if you want to go uh, the audiobook route. Yeah. Yeah. That's cool. So so what's the what's the conflict of American Gods then? Like, you know, obviously the new gods rise but whatever, but that's the conflict. Is that oh? So it's like the old gods trying to retain their. Yep. Yeah, and the new gods are wondering what the old ones are up to. Yep. And the main character is like a demigod or something, right? No, or the main character like is just a guy, Shadow Moon. Shadow Moon. Shadow Moon. And he's just a guy. He's 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 almost like a. He's almost like an unimportant main character to some degree. Huh. If that makes sense. Yeah. He's Even just, though he is absolutely the main character and the story does follow him and he has an entire arc and everything. He's almost he's almost like the MacGuffin of the story. It's just like things happen around him or not so much. Yeah, to some degree. And it's it's sort of also with him is like he's sort of a representation of like this the because the book the the book the book is praised for having lots of feminist concepts like sort of under the surface. Mm. And so he's sort of this archetype of the hyper masculine and okay. sort of his journey through as well. It's it's, yeah, I don't know. I mean, I dig that. Yeah, I dig that. So, so in terms of the uh, first episode of American Gods, then better, worse, what like uh, complaints about it or things that you really liked? 
I don't have any complaints. No? No. It was shot really well. It's super bloody, but I think it's intentionally bloody. I don't think they needed to make it as bloody as they did. It's like oh, it's like Kill Bill bloody. Yeah. Mm, yeah. It, yeah, that was a bit unnecessary, but, but I, think I it still was, don't But I think mind that was it. intentional. I think that's part of the point is... Yeah. I think the show is in some degree is meta and like you're watching it and you're just like thinking like, you know, this is the gods you worship is the television now and the, the, the blood and gore, everything's over the top more than it yeah. needs to be. And what? I think that's part of the, part of the, part of the sort of package you're getting. Is American Gods on Showtime? Stars. Stars? That's so weird. All these, all these like... Stars time. All the old like porno networks are like now making shows like Outcast is on freaking Skinamax and like... Uh, what what was the other? There's American Gods on Stars, and then what's that other one called? Showtime. Who has show? show something's on Showtime. Something important. Okay, I don't remember. It's just it's like it's weird. Stars has some decent stuff. I mean, they do Ash versus Evil Dead, and oh, do they? Black Sails is really good. Those are all like newer things, you know. Well, that's yeah. what I mean. Is like they're transitioning out of like porno into like. Did like, stars do porn? Didn't they? There wasn't it no, like they did like movies. Yeah, I don't think they, they ever did porn. They porn. Well, they did. They did um, Spartacus, and that had a lot of penis in oh, it. That was a lot of penis in Spartacus. So much penis. Like, hmm, I, I think I know why Cody likes it so much. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. One of <laughs> talks about it every time. I'm like, watch Game of Thrones. It's like, no, watch Spartacus. It's way better. I, I had, way more dicks in Spartacus. I had met um, Manu Bennett, yeah. and then I watched Spartacus, and ah. I'm like, I'm glad I met him before, because now I can't like look at him in the face. Because he's got a giant penis? Yeah. And you see it like <laughs> all the time. All the time. All Dude, the time. That's Deathstroke. Manu Bennett's Deathstroke in uh, Arrow. Yeah. Really? Yeah. yeah. Apparently he's got a giant penis. Just a giant swing. <laughs> he likes to be naked on, <laughs> on Spartacus. Yeah. yeah. That's that's Dude. why Cody likes it. That's it's gotta be. be. There's also a lot of naked Lucy Lawless. Ooh. I like I Lucy Lawless. Yeah, she looks really is. good. She's great. She's great. Xena, Warrior Princess. Yeah, yep. Warrior Princess from the, the 80s. 90s. 90s? Yeah. Oh, good. really? Not as old as that. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. She's also in Ash vs. Evil Dead. Is she? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Huh. Yep. Yeah. Lucy Lawless, what you been up to? And she was in Battlestar Galactica. Bears and Beats. Oh, I knew that. Yeah. Uh, off, yeah. off, office reference time. Office. Somebody hit the dinger. <laughs> office time reference pools. <laughs> I mean, so so do you think like do you think American Gods is to the quality of the best TV on right now or um pretty damn good like if you were to put it up next to let's say you know like fargo or legion or i don't know like i guess neither you watch game of thrones um the leftovers uh, leftovers yeah uh i'd put it up there i put it up there it's pretty damn good i think there's definitely an aspect of like how i love that book so much that i'm I'm just like genuinely stoked to see it in tv form so i'm definitely biased towards it that makes sense Uh, yeah I, i wouldn't be objectively fair of saying yeah it's very very good because i don't know maybe it's not and i just really like american gods the, the whole universe that it exists in that makes sense I'd yeah i'm kind of in the same boat there nice yep love it well any any anything else to say on the subject actors whatever any notes on what's going on i'm looking forward to orlando jones as mr anansi mr nancy anasazi anansi ansi who what's the name Mr. Nancy. A Nancy? He's a Nazi, yeah. the spider god. Oh. Yeah. I also I read well I also read um a Nancy Boys. I did too. That's pretty good. It's pretty good. That's a Stephen King book, right? That's the sequel to American Gods. Oh. That's no game. Same thing. Yeah. 
I'm looking <laughs> forward to my all-time love, Crispin Glover. Who's he playing? He's in. I have no idea who he's oh, playing. I bet he's be an American gods. Though? Yes, oh, that's fun. I'm so he, excited. I bet he's one of the new gods. Crispin Glover's the dad from the first Back to the Future that gets replaced. George McFly, think McFly, think. Really? Forehead. McFly. McFly. Yeah, oh, we already had that on. Or was that the li- no? That was the Living Dead minute. I threw that at the end of one of the episodes. Okay. Never mind. <laughs> Uh, is that are you guys done with your ketchup you low energy motherfuckers well we had to wait we had high energy an hour ago hey (laughs) I've been working working on a car all day only to find out the first thing that I was doing uh, wasn't even the problem then to take it to a shop and have them tell me they broke my car and they have to keep it longer so if anyone's gonna have low energy it's gonna be freaking me alright he's got no excuse you had to wait a little while boo freaking who oh bud my car's been up on lifts all day bud you don't know what we've been doing all day. Yeah, Jason. You said what you've been doing all day. What was I doing all day? Watching TV. Nope. What? That's not what I did either. Um, <laughs> you do. Lots of stuff. I did yeah. That I still have to go continue to do, which oh. is why I've been sitting here waiting. <laughs> um, I don't have anything else. Oh, okay. yeah. For the American gods. Yeah. Any other ketchup that you had, Rach? No. We shared it. Yep, share, that was it. Share, share and ketchup time. Then I could talk about the leftovers too, but I'm not going to because you guys, nobody's watched it. <laughs> Passive aggressive Matt time. Getting mad at Jason and Rachel. Uh, I can only do like an episode here and there. Yeah, Rachel, because Rachel's, Rachel's given it, given it, given it a go. Hey, it, I watched an episode. It's just so depressing. Yeah. And kind of hard to watch. You're just watching someone get shit on. Yeah. So the first, so the first season is pretty hard to watch. The first season is very is is very dark and depressing. The second season, I watched gets, an episode gets, from the second season. Yeah, and you watched it particularly like you watched like the, the, the like that moment during this like between the second and the third act where it's like. Yeah, where it's getting rough. I know exactly I don't, where you were. I don't think yours counts because you're watching it out of order. Either way, though, it was a, it was an entire hour of a dude's life just sucking. Yeah, I watch that, and that, that that's what the whole show is. Yeah, no, 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 it? it's not. Oh my god, you guys, you're just the worst. <laughs> that's like saying, that's like saying one time I that's like that's like being blind and holding out your hand and somebody putting an elephant trunk in there and you saying it's a snake. I don't think I don't think that metaphor quite holds up. I, Definitely, holds it's up. not everybody's life sucking. It's how they're trying. To deal with yeah. being a leftover, and, and, and you're absolutely correct. The first season is rough. The first it's season so is absolutely rough. rough. It's that, I can only do dark. an episode here and there because yeah, it's dark. The second season gets more into this myst- the mystical side of things, which is what I want. And it gets so I'm trying so good. And then the third season is full bore. Like things are just like things are. Things are much better. Nobody's super like nobody's super upset, and every all, a lot of the trauma's gone. Yeah, sorta. Yeah, and it's more. It's all full bore, like this crazy mystical. What, who knows what? Like what? You know, it's kind of like the lost in the sense of like what is? I don't, nobody knows what's going on, and it's just totally bananas. See, I don't know if they can deliver though, because like Lindelof has a bad history of like he's nailing it, dude. Like putting a mystery out there and then not knowing where the fuck he's going and he's failing na- at the end. He's doing good. He's doing good right now, but but the mystery doesn't have to be solved yet. That's my point. He hasn't solved it yet. We don't, we don't know what it is. But that's how Lost was. It's like five seasons. You're like, oh yeah, this is so great. Like 
Everything, it's all such a great mystery. And then last season, you're like, oh. No. Well, this season no, no, no. that's airing right now is the last season. It's the final season. season. Yeah. Oh, is it? Yeah. Absol- yeah. No, it's definitive. Is it tying up? Yeah. Oh, it's tying up. Excellent. Okay. It's really good. I might give it another shot. I don't know. I just, I don't like depressing shows. Yeah. I don't care if you watch it or not. I'm just, you're lost. Whatever. <laughs> <laughs> no, I just really, it's, it's, if, you know, there's such a, uh, such a, such a, Lack of quality television right now. What are you uh, talking about? Um, there's some great shows on TV. Yeah, exactly. There are some great shows, and there's a whole lot of garbage. And when a really particularly good one comes along, everybody should watch it. Yeah. That's what I've been saying about Mr. Robot. I watched Mr. Robot. It was good. I enjoyed it. I'm still enjoying it. <laughs> <laughs> I, would put that on the, I would put that on the list of television shows worth watching. Do you, think the con- do you think the conflict of between Matt and I on like shows that we recommend to each other and shows that that are or aren't watched, like, I think that's probably like the height of the drama on this podcast. Yeah, pretty much. I think it is. Yeah, yeah. Um, well, it's funny because it, it just stems from like, I think you'd like this, right? Yeah, yeah. You should keep. You should like- keep clapping that sandal against your foot. By the way. <laughs> <laughs> All right, your turn. You catch up. Let's all just be cranky at each other today, guys. Apparently, we all are. <laughs> We're not, no one's cranky. <laughs> <laughs> He's the crankiest. Chase, yeah, Chase is the crankiest. He's just, Chase is like, I'm what so have I gotten myself into? Cranky. I have no idea. What you're do you have Do you have a Do you have a catch up right now, Chase, or do you want me to do mine so you can think of something that you watched or read this week? I have not watched or read anything in a while. Yeah. I mean, the closest thing it's would be Stern and Wall. Yeah, walls. <laughs> Multiple. Paint dry. More than one. Yeah. Uh, no, I was watching... I just forgot the name of it. Legion. Oh. Because you brought it up. I, I, haven't, I haven't finished it. I'm like three episodes behind. But I have no idea what's going on. It's pretty good. And it's pretty rad. I, I haven't gotten to the end yet, and so I'm, I'm anticipating uh, a nice little tie-in. Have either of you finished season one of Legion? No. Not yet. No, I haven't is finished it, it yet. Yeah, season one is just eight episodes. Yeah. it's just, Really? They were yeah. just, a, it was like a tester to test the waters. Yeah. Oh, like, then I'm probably uh, finished then. I think I'm on like sixth episode. You're almost finished, man. You'll have to, you'll have to update us on how yeah, it wraps it, up. It, it I think I'm on sense. four. Four? That's, I, I think yeah. I'm about there too. <laughs> Jermaine Clement was in it. It was yeah. the last one that I watched. Yeah, that's the last one I watched too. I love Jermaine. Jermaine Clement. He's from uh, Flight of the Concords. You never watched that? Who does he play? He's uh, Jermaine in Flight of the Concords. Yeah, he plays Jermaine. No, like in Legion. Oh, He's the, oh, uh, he's the, like the dude in the box in the in the ice cube. Yeah, yeah. Oh, okay, yeah. No, I recognize him. Yeah, the hip hopopotamus. He's with like flight of concourse. Flows that flow like phosphorus. Yeah, they're yeah. popping off the top of his esophagus. He's rocking this metropolis. That's... He's not a large water dwelling mammal. <laughs> Where'd you get that preposterous hypothesis? Did Steve All right, stop, stop, stop. Steve, will you punch him for me? <laughs> I want to. That's why I'm like, stop it right now. According to that one freaking email we got, that's just that's my best shtick is when I just do shit that everyone hates. Yeah. <laughs> one star. <laughs> no, there, we got that email. I, I reenacted a scene from The Dark Knight, and then somebody sent an email saying that that was their favorite part, and so now I'm just going to do shit that people hate all the time. It's going to be the only thing that I ever do. Great. And Rachel's going to love it, and so is Matt, and no one's ever going to be cranky. <laughs> that's just making me more cranky. No, I'm kidding. I won't. I won't do it. Did you like did you like Legion Chase? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, I haven't finished yet. I'll let you know. But yeah. Did you like it so far? Uh I don't know what's going on. Yeah, it's kinda confusing. Like the whole thing. 
like everything. That's that's sort of why I petered out too. I, like I think it's but, very well done and very well shot, but it's like yeah, it looks really cool. Yeah, totally. But it's it's a little bit too confusing for me. Yeah, like seems like I like, I like more of like a story mm-hmm. to like to, to follow. Seems like it seems like they're wandering around a little too much. Yeah. yeah. Well, they kind of like they. It feels like for the first few episodes, they're just dropping mysteries everywhere. Right. And you're kind of like, like this is. It feels like they're just throwing stuff out there. Yeah. They're like, oh, there's this, and then they switch it, and they're like, oh no, it's this, and you're like, I don't know. I, I want to finish the season just to see like if it all ties in effectively. You know what I mean? Yeah, like I'm, like I watch it, and I'm not like necessarily like enjoying it. Yeah, I just want to watch it. That makes sense. I don't know. It's hard to yeah. explain. No, I, I I'm on the same boat with you, I, which is also why I stopped because I was like, man, eh, there's better stuff to watch. Yeah. I think yeah. I think now that the season's wrapped up, I think I'm gonna go back and binge it in a day real quick or something. Yeah, like if you watch it in one day, I feel like it would be easier to watch than like every week because you go back, you watch it, and then you think back on the episode last week. Yeah, or for me, it was like three weeks. Yeah, ago. And you're like, wait, what? Is that? And what I'm like, what? Who's the this guy? Brick. Yeah, I think it's a show that's probably especially with the eight episodes. I think it's probably best in a Netflix model. You know, I think everything's best in a Netflix model. Every I don't know about that. every show I try to follow weekly, like I don't even remember. Yeah, like uh, Walking Dead. I binge watched the first six seasons, and I loved it. And then once the seventh season started, is when uh, uh, it was weekly. Yeah. And well, to be For fair, you. the seventh season sucked. Yeah, like pretty bad. I don't know, I don't know if you guys watch Walking Dead. They do. I, I boned. What? You bet, you wait, where did you bail I, out I, on I it? I boned out. I watched the f- premiere with Glenn dying, and then I stopped. Spoilers. Yeah, that was a that was a good episode, and then every other episode is awful. No, there's one in the middle where they kill a bunch of zombies. You know, you guys want me to tell you? Sure. Spo- spoiler yeah. alert. Yeah. I, yeah, I read all the comics. I don't care. Uh, no, it's not like a big thing, but it's like humble brag. Uh, so they tie two cars together um, with a, like a wire in between them, and yeah. then they drive around a herd of zombies and decapitate like hundreds of them. That's pretty fun down the freeway. So well, that's, that's that fun. was pretty bad. Eh? That's that was, cool. Like, the, Although. Only thing in the season that was cool, though. But when you the think about that, was awful. you would have to keep the cars equidistant the entire time. Yeah, I mean, they're, they're just, there's a herd coming down the freeway, and like one's on the outside, and then the other one's on the outside, and they're tied together with like a chain or something, and they drive for a little while. You'd have just, to have a really thin wire too, or it wouldn't really work. Yeah, I mean, they were going pretty fast. I don't know, it was well, cool. But right? yeah, like I yeah, feel sure. like I feel like it's like the cars matching the distance, you know? Because like no, no need slack. for science. They're 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 dead people mm. walking around. Slack it's just still, a slack, thing. Just watch it. Slack will still it was awesome. Jason. Slack will still function though, because if you're running through, even if you have a little bit of slack, there's there is a there's a there's a there's a there's a breaking point with too much too much slack. But a little bit of slack, if you had like you probably have like a three or four foot like sort of gapping area, mm-hmm. because you're if you have that wire between, you have a thing full of zombies. Each zombie that's going to be connected is going to increase tension on that wire. And if you're running through with like fifty of them. Constantly, every time one hits the wire, well, every time the wire hits one's head, that increases the tension on the wire. You've oh got, no, it's not the heads; it's the bodies. Their bodies. They're so just like, chopping them in half. Yeah. So like, yeah. So it's so, like so, on so the bumpers. Even 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 better. So then you have, then you have, then you have the the wire constantly in contact with at least, let's say, six zombies at any given time, which is increasing tension as it has to get as the wire has to pass through the body. So. 
You've got some. Fl- you've got some wiggle room there. Look at that science, Matt dropping that science knowledge. Yeah, but they're like decomposed bodies as well. Exactly. So, so it's a lot easier. So it's going to go through easier, but it's still going to have resistance every time it goes through one of them. So, I'm, Matt, I'm, guy, I, the science fry. Just saying. You, Wait, all right. You got some wiggle if you, room. If you know some of the science, if you watch Walking Dead, you know that they like to stab them in the head yes. with knives. Uh-huh. Fairly easy. How easy is it to stab someone in the head? It's incredibly hard. That that makes no sense. I know. They just like push it in. Like a screwdriver, like, oh, you're dead. Yeah. <laughs> you guys never done that? I'm like, come on. That's that's impossible. I mean, how much force does it take? Okay, let's... Because they are decomposing, right? And, yeah, I was just going to say, wouldn't... Would their skulls, like, would the bone at all be softer is, because they bone, are bone dead? Is, bone isn't incredibly hard, but let's... Uh, does it decompose? It Slowly. Yeah, bone does decompose, but it's, it's the last to decompose, yeah. which is why you find skeletons. But then, if that was encased in a in a in a in a humid f- suit with some fluid in it, which is your the body, right? There's a body still containing it. The skin's still containing some amount. Of, every time they stab it, goo comes out, right? Yeah. If the body's decomposing and there's like this goo inside, the bones would be slightly softer. Because Soft the bones to just push a screwdriver. Absolutely not. But I kind of want to <laughs> test this. Can you go get me a knife? Yeah, and let's just, go get some dead people. No, nope. just kneel over here. No, right no, 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 no. You'd have to. Have to be, We're gonna need to, to know a live dead. subject, and then you yeah, could still poke them through the eye. That Is would, that a real skull? Yeah, through the no. eyeball. No, no it's are not. you sure? I'm, yeah, I'm sure. He has, well, I just realized there's a skull. Isn't that a real skull over there? Those are everyone else. Everything else is real, just not the human skull. Oh, dude, you should. You don't have a human skull sitting in your living room. Um. I would have a human skull in my home. Yeah. No, I have a human skull anywhere that I'm at. Like, and you guys think that I'm creepy and weird. <laughs> Matt's the one with the skulls in his house and the restraining chair. And, and Chase is talking about, you know, getting a live person and a dead person. <laughs> it's for science, all right? Yeah. I'm a big fan of The Walking Dead. <laughs> I want to know how they do it. <laughs> no, that's 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 uh, sort of artistic liberty, but you could... You, you, can you like throw a hatchet into someone's head and hit their brain and kill them? Mm, you could throw a hatchet at somebody's head for it to actually like split and and destroy the brain. We have to run the assumption that because here's the initial problem with the Walking Dead: it doesn't matter where in the brain they get hit. Like it's it's like an ice pick. It's like we hit the right part of the brain, right? But I think that to actually destroy to to kill a zombie, you would have to do massive blunt. Or traumatic force to the brain that would destroy the functioning of the brain, and I and I also have to think that there's some part of the brain that's activated, which maybe it's like the medulla oblongata, the like the sort of the like base area of the brain that can is still firing enough to cause to for movement to happen, right? Hmm. So there's a huge chunk of gray matter that probably isn't functioning anymore. So I I would think that if you stab that part, it wouldn't do anything. So you'd have to get the right spot on the brain. That's what I. Th- I I think you'd have to get the right spot, or like a full decapitation would work. A full decapitation would at least shut down the thing from moving around. Yeah, but then their head's still alive. But their head's still alive. Which doesn't make sense. So you'd have to, I think you'd have to be pretty destructive on that brain. But to, you can't just like, there's Wait. the shots where there's like a guy and they like step on the head and the head like pops. Like, no, there's no way. There's no what way. about like, have you seen uh, Herschel? You know the character Herschel? Uh-huh. You know what happens to him? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so he gets his head chopped off. Uh-huh. Michonne finds it and he's growling. Yeah. How is he making those sounds with just a head? <laughs> Movie oh magic. Oh my gosh. Movie magic. Walking Dead doesn't make any sense. It doesn't. <laughs> <laughs> this just in. The Walking Dead science doesn't add up. 
They haven't figured out that zombies, guys, not real. Yeah, yeah, but they gotta have some science behind it. Eh. In the first season, they yeah, find out at the end. I, I doubt Robert Kirkman researched any science while he was r- writing that comic. No, so I mean, but if you're making a TV show about a comic book, the you comics have a little the bit comics more a little bit better because the comic doesn't actually show them just like casually like like sticking a screwdriver oh, that's in. True. Yeah. Rachel, you are blowing up. Jeez. What if they go through the eye? Because they do that with a screwdriver in the eye, I feel like that would be a lot easier than going through the skull. So if there's, so let's say if there's any damage done to the brain at all, it will kill the zombie. Then absolutely. But if you're going into the eye and you're trying to get the like the medulla oblongata, which is at the lower back of the brain, or sort of like the control center, you wouldn't hit it unless it was long enough. What if you hit them in the head with a? You'd have to like stick it in and wiggle, wiggle it around, scramble until they stop. Hmm. Yeah. Huh. All right. Anyway, I, th- I feel like we've talked yeah, enough no, we, about we, The Walking we, we, Dead. On that. If, if you have any uh, suggestions or thoughts on how The Walking Dead science works, you can send us uh, emails to letters at savagelinepodcast.com. Just or... put this up as the... Just just cut that out and put it up in the Living Dead Minute for the whole thing. <laughs> 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 That'll be the last episode. Yeah. Um, uh, for zombie. my catch-up, I read uh, Moon Knight Volume 2 by uh, Brian Wood and, and Greg Smallwood. This is the one that picked up where uh, Warren Ellis and Declan Chalvies left off. Mm-hmm freaking good man it is freaking good it's so good like it's it's all exploring the mindscape of uh what's what's moon knight's main like what's his name his alter ego uh, i can't remember it's mark's mark specter yes that's uh, it it's exploring the 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 lunacy and the sort of like you know, <laughs> get uh, it luna Lu- <laughs> moon yeah um, where that word came from yeah i know do you I do know that. I, I know about the moon, Matt. <laughs> I know about the moon. Know about the freaking moon. Jeez. You know, about, uh, you know about the moon? Yeah, I know about the smoon, too. The big thing in the I know about the moon. You know I about know the sun, too? about the moon. No, about the, I know about the smoon. So how is the how secret moon? How is the <gasps> moon night? I work for NASA. Um, moon night was awesome. So the first the first volume by Warren Ellison Shelby, uh Declan Shelby, I I thought that it was pretty good like every issue is kind of like this little sort of motif to a different side of moon knight's personality but i didn't think that um that it necessarily had like a super strong narrative to it it was just like a you know kind of fun look at at sort of uh how moon knight functions but volume two i think that with between brian wood and greg smallwood they really upped the ante on how much to stretch that and, and actually like weave a narrative in and how Moon Knight uses all of these different alter egos and then introduce what happens when the, um, what's the, the God, the Egyptian God that like resurrected him. I can't remember what that thing is called, but basically what happens when that, that God is removed from the equation right. and what happens when Mark Spector has to rely on himself. Right. Um, or, and also what happens when that type of power is put into somebody else's hands um it was just it was really good and it was like it was the first uh comic that i had really like actually read cover to cover with greg smallwood's art and it is mind-blowing at certain points like he his art is such a unique style right now and not in like overt ways where you look at it and right away you're like oh my god that's so new or fresh right Mm -hmm. it's not like you know it's it's not like completely out of left field it's got all of these subtleties to it that you don't find in like anybody's art. And I just thought it, it blended perfectly with like with Bel Air's colors, how they kind of draw out the white in Moon Knight and really bring in all that contrast. Um, but no, it was, it was great. I was, I was a bit surprised to find that I enjoyed it a lot more than uh, the first volume. Huh. So, yeah. Well, 
Probably continue into Volume Three and then maybe go to Lemire's run. But wait, who's Moon Knight? He's the white one. The with guy the hood? that's all in white. With the, yeah, he's got the hood sometimes, but he's also got a suit and a mask sometimes. What? He's got a, he's got a moon yeah. symbol. He has he has like crescent what, moon. Yeah. yeah. Oh, okay, I know who you're talking about. Five different personalities, and they all sort of serve like different purposes. I did not know that. They all have their own outfit. It's really cool. I'm gonna have to read that. You should. It's on uh, Marvel Unlimited. The whole run is. Yeah, it's good. It's an interesting character. Yeah. I'm looking. I'm looking forward though to getting to Lemire's run with Greg Smallwood uh, after, like, because they did a volume three with Colin Bunn and a couple of other artists. But then after that, they rebooted it and started with Lemire and Smallwood. Mm-hmm. And I think they're finishing up that run right now. And I, from like just the art that I've seen and some of the teasers, like it looks really, really awesome. So I'm excited to get there. The god you were thinking of is Conchu. Conchu. That's right. Conchu. Um, but before we get into Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 2, which is the main topic, I did want to say we, we got a letter. We got a letter this week. It's letter time, mail bag. Mail time. <laughs> mail time, mail time. The mail is mail here. Time. What's what's the Blue's Clues? That was what I just did. Is that what it was? Mail time, mail time, <laughs> mail time. He watches it every morning. <laughs> um, That's where he learns about the moon. <laughs> That's where I learned about the moon. <laughs> Steve tells you about the moon. Yeah. God, I miss Steve and his coke habits. Um, uh, this letter is from Naisha. Uh, the letter says, Paper Girls is amazing. Thank you guys for the recommendation. I love the show. You're so hilarious. I seriously have to stop myself from laughing at work sometimes. Please don't ever stop. Smiley face emoji. Wow. Yeah. Wow. 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 Um, she probably stopped listening now yeah you know stop listening please because it only gets worse um (laughs) (laughs) but yeah that's uh if if you want to send a letter whether it's whether it's just to pat our backs and and make our egos feel good or whether you've got any feedback on things we talk about letters at savagelandpodcast.com that's the that's the place you find us you could even uh leave us a voicemail 413 savage 4 and we'll play it on the show but that's uh that's that does it. We should, should we should we talk about the main the main event, the big show, the uh, the the kitten caboodle the 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 day yeah yeah the, let's just do it <laughs> the bell of the ball <laughs> the uh, bell of the ball the humdinger yeah what's up Matt what's going on how you doing I'm fine okay <laughs> I was seeing if we had any iTunes reviews yeah I was looking at that too just barely we didn't we don't. <laughs> <laughs> Leave us a review on iTunes if you like the show, and we'll read it. Um, but uh, yeah, we watched Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 2. It just came out this week. Spoiler alert, obviously. Uh, if you haven't seen it yet, then stop listening. But by the time you hear this, it's been out for a week, so uh, we have no mercy. I have no mercy. I don't. I, yeah, I don't care anymore. Don't care. No, we don't care. We are just... We're hashtag savage. Matt's throwing down the gauntlet, guys. I guess. We don't care about spoilers. Uh, what do you guys think of Guardians? I... Two thoroughly enjoyed it yeah. i liked it a whole lot it was super fun i <laughs> thought it was really funny Matt, it was really very interesting right there was some jokes that just made me laugh and laugh and laugh i liked it it That's was the best good i've ever heard i think i'm gonna go watch it again <laughs> have you not seen it yet you should go watch it i really liked it it was super funny it made me laugh and laugh <laughs> And that's the end of the show. <laughs> Great. You done. Great time. Sweet. No, seriously, let's talk about the fucking movie. All right. Yeah. What, what did all you those, think about all it, All those Jason? statements huh? I made are absolutely true. 
That makes for a great podcast. Um, I know I loved it. I I was very surprised to see young Kurt Russell at the beginning. Although I shouldn't have been surprised because it feels like ever since Marvel discovered that they could just age up or de-age any actor that they have, they're just doing it. In every I heard that movie. that was not all CGI. Bull like, crap! No, they, it wasn't. No. no, they gave him. It was makeup. I looked at the. Yeah. What? Yeah. It was all practical. It was more practical. Yeah. They There's did. No a, way they, it was all practical. It was they did more. Some, more they practical. Did, they did a couple CGI touch-ups, but it was primarily makeup. Yeah. Just shave the beard off, and that's what he looks like. He I'm just looks lion, that Russell. good. He's just a lion. Have you seen Kurt Russell? That's fair. Good he still guy. looks good. Yeah. yeah. Did anyone else think that Kurt Russell looked like a high father from Jack Kirby's New Gods in this? I don't know what no, you're nobody. talking about. He looked like a planet. <laughs> <laughs> Do you? Th- <laughs> Was there? Could there have been anybody better to cast as as a uh, Chris Pratt's dad though? Like, I, I really feel like they they somehow nailed it right on the head with that. I think that was perfect. Yeah, it's pretty so damn good. perfect. What do you think of the opening action sequence? Uh, uh go ahead. I think I'm gonna have an unpopular opinion, Ooh. but I freaking hated it. Really? What? I did not like Baby Groot. I thought he was annoying. Wow. Wow. Yeah, no, very unpopular. I know it's very unpopular. I tried. I really tried to like like him and like his new cuteness and whatever. So you you just hate cute things. I do. No, it's weird because Matt hates cute things. They like tried so hard to make him like. I mean, some of the scenes were really great, but that one I was like, I didn't. I didn't care for this. Like, this doesn't feel like the intro to a movie. This feels like an intro to like a video game or like a smaller. I don't know. I just oh, didn't, man. I, I didn't like it. Huh. I, I did like because it, it was fun, like watching him chase that little lizard around and dance around. He's just like, I'm a baby. I don't, I don't care about whatever's going on. Exactly. That's why I hated it. I love that. I, I, well, I, I think it's better if you pay attention more to the background. No, yeah. that's what I was, and then yeah, uh, I did. Because that's what I did. Of all the people running around, yeah, I didn't yeah. watch the background. I thought they all. looked weird. Oh. No, I, I watched yeah, like it Like, they were, more. like, really high quality, and then the CGI in the background. So they, like, popped out. Yeah. That's why... I, no, it didn't feel like... I felt like it... I just went to Universal Studios, and mm-hmm. you know when you go into, the like, the thing, and they have the actors there, and whatever? That's what I felt like the intro was. It was, like, for an intro to, like, a, a ride. Like, mm-hmm. the Guardians of the Galaxy ride at, like, Disneyland. Yeah. That's the vibe mm-hmm. I got from it. With the radio, it plugs it in. Yeah. I don't know. I liked that. I don't know. It was fun for me. I I didn't. Although I I did the opposite of what Rachel's saying. I was like totally focused on Baby Groot the entire time. I kept forgetting to watch the uh, the action in the background. Well, because you know he would just be dancing, and it's like okay, he's dancing, so I'm gonna watch the background. I loved watching him dance. Though. I it, I mean, it was cute. He's a cute. That, little, he's a cute I'm not denying it was adorable. cute. He's he's, he's the tiny dancer that needs to hold me closer. So I went into the movie thinking Baby Groot was gonna be the dumbest part of the movie because I really don't like. I'm I'm not a fan of like cute for cute's sake, and I'm not a fan of things catered to make toys. Mm-hmm. And I felt like going into it, I was like, "This is just for toys. It's going to be stupid, and I'm not going to be a fan of this." And literally, as soon as those credits started, and he couldn't plug the microphone thing, and I was like, "Yeah, I fucking love this thing. I fucking <laughs> really? love this. Oh I God. fucking yeah. love this little annoying baby Groot thing." And for the rest of the movie, I thought it was just fantastic. I yeah, uh, I I sat next to Matt. And I thought it was really funny that he kept laughing at Baby Groot because I knew he was kind <laughs> of annoyed with Baby Groot. He wanted to hate it, but he kept you. laughing. Uh, I couldn't so help it, yeah. You. No, I, I, I thought that intro was so fantastic. I thought it was so fun to like... It fits right in with the thematic because it's like 
it was a credit sequence. It's not necessarily... I mean, yes, it's part of the movie, but it was designed as a credit sequence, not mm. as a part of the storytelling in the movie. So I liked that that it was still a credit sequence with yeah. him dancing around and rolling all the credits and stuff and showing everybody, but still like almost like it's 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 like taken out of the movie, like it's his own his, his own yeah. little world. That's but, fair, and I like that. I like that the whole thing was everything was happening around just this little just this little dorky group thing dancing around. Yeah. I, li- I like it more than like the typical X Men movie credit sequence. Exactly, it's just like a bunch of like that's exactly weird it. effects forever. That's exactly yeah. it. Like or or like the old Spider Man ones or whatever. Yeah, all, totally... basically all the old Marvel movies had right. like the same weird like convention. Right. If you're gonna have a cr- opening credit sequence, which I think is fine, mm. I mean, because they honestly they did it in the first movie. It yeah. isn't anything new. He's dancing around kicking he, lizards. He's and dancing shit. around kicking lizards and singing into them and stuff. Yeah. That's fair. To be fair, that's the only scene I didn't like in the first movie. Really? Oh, that was, like, that, that, again, uh, that movie, that sold me on the first movie. As soon as that hit, really? when that song came on, yeah. I was like, shut up, you're playing this song, and then he starts dancing around, I was like, oh, yeah. <laughs> did they did they reuse any songs in the first movie like they did in this one? Because in, in, in volume two, they uh, reused, I think, uh, the chain, they reused it three times? No, they only the played it once in the movie. No, they, played it, they definitely played it twice. They might have played it three times. I'm positive they played it twice. Yes, because there was once when they were on the ship, uh, when they were just barely like leaving the ship when it docked on the planet, and uh, the two were going off with Ego, and then Rocket was staying behind. That was not the chain by the. It was definitely the chain. Yes, it was. Okay, I guarantee you it was. And then they played it again in the action. Fight, 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 fight. Yeah, we'll fight about it. Jeez. Um, Did I don't know. Anyway, whatever. We'll 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 put a pin in that. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Did. Okay, so going like full spoiler time. If you didn't like, well, if you didn't stay for all the credits, then you're a freaking rookie. You're a rookie. Uh, yeah, you should know better. You should by look. now. Who well, are the people? They're leaving before it's done. Well, they probably saw one and they're like, oh, "That's that's it." And then some other people stayed and they were like, "Oh, there is it. There it is." And then they left. And then there were a couple people left that were like, you know, once the third one hit, they were like, "Well, that's got to be it." Well, and then they left. Well, it kind of came out that there's five. Yeah, but not everybody yeah. like reads. Not all everybody those knows things. that. But I mean, you've got to know. There've been like eighteen Marvel movies at this point. You got to yeah. know to just stay until the lights go up, like, and stay until the credits are done. Yeah. Right. Like, you can't. I don't know. People are rookies. Yeah. No. Were the people walking out of your theater too? Yeah. Yeah. It was like, like yeah. every credit scene, you'd like lose more, but you're like, yeah, Dude, that's what it's I was still playing. You morons! Like, there's never a time where it's just like it, literally every Marvel movie since Avengers has had a po- actually even before that has had a post credits tag. Yeah, but actually, this one... Um, this one had five. Yeah. yeah. And it, uh, one of the people in front of me complained that they were like, there was no teaser for the next movie. What? Yeah. Even though there was. That's a small, dumb. small, small one. Yeah. Jeff Goldblum's dancing in the credits. I loved that. I did well, notice yeah. that. Yep. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> well, that, that, even, even more than that, I mean, you had the Adam Warlock tease. Adam Warlock. Oh, but for the next Marvel movie, like the next one sequentially, so th- oh. for Thor Ragnarok. Yeah, that was just yeah. Jeff, Jeff Goldblum dancing. Unless... Unless somehow Adam Warlock is going to play a surprise factor into uh, Ragnarok, I don't think so. It'll be the next Guardians. I don't think so either. But like that'd be. What about? Uh, well, what I, don't was think, I don't think it'll be till the next Guardians though. I think it'll be for, for. I think that's for Infinity War. I think it's either Infinity War or Avengers Four. I can't. I don't know which one. Uh, which which, yeah. which post credit scene? What? And the cocoon with Adam Warlock. Oh, you think that's going to be Avengers? Yeah, yeah. Well, because I think it'll be Guardians. Like like Matt was saying. Well, because uh, he plays such a big factor in the Infinity Gauntlet series though and especially in the infinity War oh does series. he really yeah. i never actually yeah, i don't know anything about the story why, that's why he's 
all right. All the Infinity stuff usually has uh, Adam Warlock somehow because he uh, in in the comics too he is like the manifestation of the Soul Gem, right? I think so. And the Soul Gem is the only one that's missing from the Marvel. You think Cinematic the Gold Universe people right have now. it? Maybe. I bet. Well, because, okay, so did, when you saw the gold people at the beginning, did that clue you into Adam Warlock being there at all? Because it didn't me. No. And no. I felt, yeah, I didn't, I didn't know. Once it came, I felt stupid for not realizing it, because Adam Warlock is a fucking gold person. Yeah. He's gold? Yeah. No, not always. A lot of the time, though. Especially in the older comics, he's just colored, like, yellow. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Really? Yeah. So he's, like, yeah, he's, like, genetically modified to be, like, a perfect something. Yeah, he's, like, he's like space Jesus. Yeah, because they're pissed off. Yeah, and because I was wondering what the I was like, why do these gold people keep coming back? Are like they just there to have like people and like spaceships to fight? Yeah, and I was like, that's it. That's kind of dumb. And then when they showed at the end, I was like, that was a lot of stuff just to, for the Adam Warlock. Oh, totally. Thing. Did you? Did, I'm curious, Chase, because I think Matt and Rachel might have known just because I kept talking about it. But did you know that Stallone was going to be in the movie? Yeah, I did. Yeah, and uh, I knew it wasn't going to be a lot. And that's what I was just going to say. Uh, one of the post credit scenes is him getting back together with like the OG. The other Ravagers? Yeah, they're like the... Oh, that's the original Guardians of the yeah. Galaxy. Yeah, the original Guardians of the Galaxy. But they were, yeah, like all the other Ravagers. Yeah, and then they get back movies. together. Do you think there's going to be like Guardians of the Galaxy, like OG? I'm no, sure. I don't think so. Well, they have... That's like a setup. They like they got yeah. good actors too. Like yeah, that Arby's is true. guy with the voice. They could... I mean, yeah, because you think they got like Ving Rhames and Sylvester Stallone. And what's the, the Asian woman's name? Michelle Yeoh. Michelle Yeoh. Yeah. Like, They've got to play a bigger well, part. And, and in Miley something. Cyrus is the robot. Was she really? Yeah. What? what? The the robot of the new of the old Guardians team, the little robot Just, on the ground. That's Miley Cyrus. I didn't realize that. Huh, I didn't know that. That's funny. Yep. Yeah, they got to awesome. have like either like if it's not a movie, they have to play a bigger role in something. If they're going to have that many, I'm sure they'll be in the actors. I'm sure they'll be around. Yeah. They, look, they look fun. That yeah. would be. It would be kind of cool if they could. Although, like, if they put those guys in freaking like Infinity War as well, like, how big is that they damn won't. budget? Actually, no. They, they didn't they say the the combined budget for three and four of Avengers is like a billion dollars. I have no Some idea. Some crap like that, like a ridiculously high budget. I think it would be really funny though to just have them run into each other just throughout the <laughs> rest of the movie. Up. Yeah. It's like <laughs> Spider Man. They're just like chilling on the street somewhere. Yeah. I just want them to randomly show up in places. <laughs> they're the new Stan Lee. All five of them collectively yeah. are the new Stan Lee. Speaking of Stan Lee, though, yeah. the Watchers. Listen, Kate, okay, that was interesting because it played into the the theory that Stan Lee is a Watcher. Yeah. No, he's However, a, he's a he's a an informant. Informant. Yeah. So, well, I mean, because. How do, how do, how does that work? Do they just teleport him to new places? It's it, it doesn't matter. It's just for shits and fun. Yeah, so, I'm but, sure. Yeah, but people are going to try to figure it out, and those people are us. Yeah, but true. I'm not going to try. Well, but I am going to be. I am excited. Just, the, the existence <laughs> of the watchers is fun. Yeah, yeah. And I what think do they that, do? They do, they don't. They watch. Yeah, they, they just watch. They watch. Yeah. They're they they're they're supposed to be there to record um like everything. Uh, yeah. Everything. Well, not not everything, but but major events. Well, that more of them usually show up around major events. Yeah. Yeah. So, I didn't think that their bodies were small enough, and I didn't think their heads were big enough. Oh, I thought they looked awesome. Yeah. I thought it was great. I, I thought it was I, awesome. They had really big heads. What are you talking about? Yeah, they not did. Not near have, big enough. It's almost as big as yours. Dude. Uh, oh, but, but wouldn't it be cool if we got, like, uh, Original Sin? Ooh, that would be, that'd be so an good. Awesome story. That'd be we find good. out what happened to Nick Fury after uh, yeah. in, or after Age of Ultron. He's just been out there 
killing yeah. space shit. That'd be so cool. It'd be amazing. It's a good. I mean, Infinity Original Sin is a, a, a fun, a great fun story. Apparently, too. a lot of people don't like Original Sin. I really? found that out the other day. Yeah. I was really? Like, what? I love freaking Original. I, I tried loved it. reading it. You didn't like I, it? I don't. I don't think I ever got into it. Huh. It was. It mm. was pretty good. It's really one, good. And it was like awful. We talked about it like forever ago on the show. Didn't we? Yeah, we reviewed it a really, really, really long time ago. Yeah. I think I remember that. Yeah. It was like you were gonna have me read it. Yeah, I was. I didn't. It was when we were gonna do some crossovers, and then you were like, "Nah." You're like, Matt and Rachel suck. I don't want to go and record with them. That's what he said. Those were his exact words. I, I heard right it was because of dude. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I think my favorite. I think my favorite part of the movie was overall the the, the comedy, but in particular, I thought Drax was just fant- absolutely fantastic. Oh, yeah. he was. Oh my god, awesome. We have the most opposite opinions. Yeah, you. You didn't like Drax? He, he laughed didn't? too much. It was bugging me. That's why I liked him so much. Oh my gosh. <laughs> I was just laughing. I was like, shut up. He's like a big child. Oh yeah. my gosh. The only thing I, didn't, I liked, I disliked more than little baby Groot was freaking Drax. Jeez. Oh my gosh. Wow. So what no, What I, did I, I, you I mean, like? It's not as bad as, I, as I'm as i saying. Yondu. Yeah, Yondu. F. Was, Yondu was awesome. Yeah. Yondu. Uh, he's like, not F Yondu. F Yondu's the best. <laughs> <laughs> F comma F apostrophe N F comma Yeah he's be, my uh, favorite And I'm so line. pissed off I was like no it? They're not gonna do it They're not doing it No No he's still alive He's good No <laughs> Gosh dang it So dead He had a cool mohawk Yeah As soon as, as soon as they started Putting emotional depth on him I was like oh no Oh shit Yep totally Oh this is bad yeah. You're making me like Yondu yeah. I don't like this <laughs> Gosh, I don't like where it. this is going He's my favorite part. I loved the I loved the new Finn though that they tied it into his enormous comic book mohawk. I I didn't like it. I thought it, it looked weird. Thing ever. I thought it looked weird. It looked weird. It did look weird, but it was awesome. I'm not denying that it was awesome. It just yeah. looked a little weird. Yeah. What about uh, breakout mohawk star Craglin? <laughs> Sean Gunn, James Gunn's brother. Yeah, they, really, they gave him a lot of lines. Yeah, I know. Yeah, they did. I thought they were like, oh, they're just gonna like have him, but then he's like a main character. Yeah. Right? I like him. He's kinda... I I love Sean Gunn though. He was on Gilmore Girls. Oh, was he? Yeah, oh, that's right. I think you told me that. Yeah, he's he's a he's an entertaining guy. Is that just his voice or is that that's his voice? Really? Yeah. He's no no well, he, he's got a little deeper. Can't was got deep stuff. No, he he kind of throws in the twang. Yeah, they're for from that. Missouri. Are they? I don't even know. Is that how James Gunn talks? No, no. James Gunn speaks like Star Lord. Get over here. No. No, yeah, like James Gunn. If you were to hear James Gunn talk and then hear Matt talk, but with like a slightly higher filter on his voice, you'd probably be like, "Huh, which one's which?" That's how James Gunn talks. He's just like a guy, like Matt. Just talk like a guy. He's talking like, like a guy. Like a guy. No, it's just like yeah, he doesn't have like an accent or anything, so that's funny. Hmm, that is weird. Did you guys? I mean, I don't know. Did you guys have like a favorite character? I know Matt. Matt's just like fucking. I'm trying to think of like what's the other thing I liked about it that Chase hated. Uh, <laughs> I know. Let's see. I think I'll, I'll, I'll say one of my favorite moments. Uh, okay, so we thing. agree on that. Here's the, they're well, here's, fighting. We're not fighting. We're I'm talking on something. <laughs> I like that Yondu. Was I, li- cool. I like the movie overall. I don't. I, I would say there's very few things that I would be like. I had a pro- I had a problem with that because I just. I don't. I don't know. Maybe this is me getting older. But like, if I'm gonna go see a giant Hollywood blockbuster, either it's a fun or b not fun. And yeah. this was a fun. You know. Yeah. yeah. Like I don't. I don't. I, yeah, I could nitpick and say, oh, the villain wasn't super great, and the story kind of rushed a little too fast, and it was a little too much like Empire Strikes Back, and blah 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 blah. blah. But uh, at the end of the day, I had I, I laughed my ass off. I had a really fun time watching it, and it was just great. Yeah. What were you about to say, Rich? 
I, I don't know. I got interrupted. Oh, like, one thing you, I will sorry, say. I didn't know you were talking. Yeah, they they got they got yeah flung up into a frenzy of it's all agreement. Right. Sorry. Right. Oh, <laughs> the floor is it, it was Ego's face on the planet when they like great. did the far away shot uh-huh. and it that. showed his face. I was like, yes. Yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah, the other yeah. side yeah. was like just a regular planet, but then it yes. was the back yeah. of his head. Yes. So good. That made me so happy. I love I, that. I was wondering if they were going to do that. And I was like, I don't know. How are they going to make a face on it? And then they just yeah. they did it anyway. Did it. I feel like that's whole, this whole movie is James Gunn was like, I'm going to do everything I want to do. Oh, yeah. And he threw in everything. It's so, like, I'm going to make like, commentary it, about how Americans have a real problem talking about sexual organs. That'll be fun. I love that. <laughs> yeah. That was really funny. I thought that was such a great little bit. I, I, I love the little interaction where he's like, I have a penis. And it's a pretty nice one. And Drax is like, mmm. <laughs> yeah, he's impressed. Yeah. <laughs> So good. That's okay. why I like Drax so much. He's super naive and he's a hundred percent honest. Yeah, and I love that. I love characters that just like yeah, honesty and and that with no filter is such a great way to run it. Write a character. No, it's a good. I'll, I'll say about Drax. I did like Drax. I didn't like his laughing. Mm, that's okay. the one. That's the one part. It was like everything he just started laughing like hysterically about, it. and I was like, it's a little much, and it's a little bit different than the way his character was in the first one, where he was like a tough guy but kind of dumb. But, yeah. now, but he's now, like, now he's like, he's, so, he's, he's bam. Yeah, he's way too carefree. And that's the, what I like. That's and I think me. that's that's what I liked about this movie so much is it built so much off the first movie. It said the first movie is so integral to this movie existing. Yeah, because like I could watch Age of Ultron and I wouldn't have had to watch the Avengers and it would have been true. It would have been a movie in and of itself. But this is like those characters. This is what three months after the events of the first movie, something right? like that. Yeah, it's, it's like right after. It's like right after. Yeah. So it's like you, I definitely see character progression. And there's no. Sort of like resetting or forgetting important events that had happened before. Yeah, like they're all comfortable with each other now, and they're the in the infighting is is you know the infighting between Quill and Rocket is getting worse, and ah, oh, it's so great. Yeah, no, I thought I, Rocket was super fun. Rocket was was really damn good in this movie. I was that that was because like in the first movie he was great and everything. Yeah. But like, there was there was a lot more attention I think paid to him in this movie yeah. than the first. Totally. Yeah, I like the character development with him and Yandu. Yeah, because yeah, they their characters were very similar, and mm-hmm. yeah, I just I liked those two better than the whole story going on an ego. Yeah. Like I was following that story a lot more. It was I, I would say the weakest characters character development was between Rocket or uh, Gamora and, and Nebula. And really? even at that, it's not. When I say weakest, it's like you got strong character development all across, and that's if I have to say the, that's the weakest one. Yeah, I would say the weakest one was Gamora and yeah, and Star Lord. Oh, Gamora and Star Lord. Yeah, because yeah. like at the end of the movie, or the first one, they didn't really, I don't know, have anything going on. And this one, it was like for some reason they were like yeah. distance from each other. I don't know. I I thought that was at a a little weird. I know what you mean. I think because that's, uh, that's what I feel about the whole movie. I was like, a lot of like this, the concepts and stuff mm-hmm. are like random. Yeah. Like, like they just made them up for this movie. Like with him having David Hasselhoff in his pocket. I was like, they didn't do anything like that in the first movie. And they just say, oh, they throw away line to him. Like I said, I told you that when I was drunk and then that, it became that, a main that part line of the movie. got super exposition heavy. Yeah. yeah. The, when he's like, I told you that I'm confident because this and then this and this is why I did it. I'm like, ooh, whoa. Uh, uh, easy there, Tiger. Um, well, I, did, I did think the Hasselhoff joke was funny. It was funny. Yeah. I, it was like it was it was weird because it came out of nowhere, but I think that 
the humor was enough that you're but just like... But that's another reason why I kind of like that. I like What I liked is this showed further dimensions of the character that weren't shown in the first movie. That's fair. Saying that you don't have to, uh, you don't have to unleash everything all at once and that you can expose characters over time. And he's playing a long game to some degree. He's, you know, he's not, he's not saying, oh, here's Captain America. And he's, these are the six Captain America traits that exist for all the rest of the movies. That's fair, yeah. It's just like, you know, here's these complicated characters. This is where you'd, you'd think that the Hasselhoff picture would have come up at some point in the first one. But. Yeah. Why, why, would why? It, why does it matter? That's my question. Yeah. Why does it matter? It doesn't matter. <laughs> it doesn't Nothing matter. Um, <laughs> that, was, that was fun that they got Hasselhoff for uh, not only like a, a quick cameo, but then also to do vocals on the, the song. That yeah, that song was awesome. Dope song. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I liked it all. I mean, Kurt. I think that this film will not redeem the Marvel bad villain streak. I was I was like halfway through the movie, and I was like, I, then I realized, I'm like, there's no villain. And then I was like, I don't even know what's going on. Like this, and then like that, the third yeah. act kind of sneaks up on you. Yeah, because uh, you're like, we're just following these guys, you know, BS and doing whatever it is they do, mm-hmm. and then all of a sudden they're like, oh, Star Lord's dad is crazy yeah i started to figure out i was like okay they're not gonna let us just have like a nice relationship between peter and his dad yeah it was it was going too well and i was like okay well anigo's always been a villain in the comics anyway yeah i I don't think that it was like a typical disposable villain though because i feel like with all the other villains there was still a lot of potential that they could have built on yeah where this i felt like it kind of had a complete yeah. Arc. This one and was now definitive. it's done. It wasn't needless. It yeah. Like it, it did have impact. I just like and and it, well. Sorry, go ahead. I was just gonna say like it, it was you know they did a good job of making it personal. Yeah. Uh, however, it was still I don't know the guy was still just like there was some I don't know something that just didn't quite resonate for me maybe. I I thought it was what I liked about it is that it it kind of talked about the the lack of sort of a set villain for a good chunk of the movie Mm -hmm. is I think that's sort of in and of itself solving the villain problem of like you don't have to have just some guy who's the like just a generic bad guy from the start of the movie like like in my opinion Ant-Man is the weakest villain what's his name oh um Yellow Jacket Yellow Jacket I don't know Whiplash is pretty no I agree I thought Whiplash Yellow Jacket is by far the worst yeah and, and but because he's just like I'm a bad guy the whole time I'm just a super bad guy look at me I'm a bad guy that's true <laughs> and and what I liked about this was the movie didn't revolve around having this antagonist through the first good chunk of the movie it's all about the characters and their relationships and what they do and yeah how they're functioning and the conflict they're in of having a complicated team I thought that was much more much more interesting to watch than just like. I'm a bad guy. I'm a bad guy. You guys, I, I'm gonna, I'm gonna do bad things to you, and we're, and then the team goes, we're gonna stop this one bad guy, and that's our, pr- our primary objective in life is only to stop this bad guy. Whereas the guardians are like, no, we're just, a, we're just a group of people, like a family team, and we're just doing this. We're just kind of oddballs, and that in and of itself is entertaining yeah. to watch. And then they, re- and then it's like once shit starts like hitting the fan when they're in the middle of it, they're like, okay, I guess we're gonna save. Save the world or whatever. Yeah, totally. It wasn't even a, it wasn't even a primary objective of the film until three quarters of the way through. Yeah, which I think just that in and of itself is a deviation from your standard Marvel films, and and That's true. And, and absolutely refreshing. Yeah, I don't I don't think the film overall like I don't I don't think the film overall was was super conventional. Um, I just yeah, for me it's like I don't know if like four years from now I'll be like, man, Ego was such a good villain, you know. I don't I mean, think he is. 
necessarily a villain. Right. Mm-hmm. I don't think so either. Yeah. I think that's kind of the fun of it. He's not necessarily this like overarching villain. Mm-hmm. He's he is a celestial god from beyond the stars, right? So he, whatever he's doing isn't necessarily like full of malice. He's just mm-hmm. like, no, this is the right thing to do. Good. Yeah. Well, he was doing it because he, he he just wanted purpose. Right. Totally. Like, he wasn't trying to be bad. He was, like, trying to be good. Like, what he saw, he showed to Star-Lord, and you see his eyes go all sparkly, like mm. the stars. And well, he just, he's, Star-Lord sees it, and he's like, it's beautiful, and wants that to happen, you know? Yeah. And he doesn't realize that, like, he's, you know, he's going to kill a bunch of people because he doesn't... He's disappointed with life. And yeah. That's yeah. what he says in the movie. So. It, yeah, and I mean, you know, being, like, you know, he's talking about how, you know, he's been around for, like, millions and millions of, of years or whatever. He's one of the original... Denizens of the galaxy. I mean, that, that's what was cool when Star Lord got that thing. And he said, "Eternity," because eternity is literally the literally the human shaped thing that holds all of the Marvel universe together. Yeah. So he could. So it was literally Star Lord saying, "I can see everything." You know. You so you just you just uh, you talking about eternity, which I didn't know that in Marvel. I didn't know that there was like a, a human shaped thing called eternity in mm-hmm. the Marvel universe that holds the universe together. Uh, but that actually just made something from the JLA Avengers crossover that I read like way back when I started reading comics as like a kid that just barely tied way the back all the way back to that and made something make sense that shows up in that comic. So that's fun. Yeah, Eternity is uh, it, it's it, when they draw it, uh, the old um, uh, who was drawing it back then? Probably like maybe Ditko. Yeah, it was probably if it was like a cosmic or, thing, it was probably or, Ditko. Or Walt Simonson. Yeah. Anyway, it's 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 a it's a humanoid figure with sort of like a weird like one of those eternal celestial crown things on his head. Yeah, and, and it's just, just like a, a thick outline, and in it is just all the galaxies. Yeah, and that's etern- the Marvel Eternity, which, and all those galaxies is where everything, all the stories happen in that. Yeah. Do you th- dude? Do you think? How long do you think it'll take to get there, or do you think they'll never get there? Well, I think they will get there, and I think that's the reason we're seeing stuff like that. I think they're opening up. <laughs> they're they're expanding. Because in Infinity War, those all those celestial beings come into play really? prominently in, in in the in the Infinity Gauntlet series. Is there always a set number of celestials? Yeah, there's a there's a, well, there's the celestials, and then there's the like the the whatever these beings are that are bigger than that. You know, death, yeah. eternity, time, all those. I don't, I don't remember how many there are. So also then would there so then does there need to be like another celestial now that that ego died? No, there's no like, there's no like, set there's no number. set number. Okay, no, that's what I was wondering. Um, well, Egos wasn't ever really a celestial. No, he wasn't weird. originally. That was a weird kind of thing they did there. But I think that was like for but, the Marvel but, Cinematic Universe because they've done that before where they've like kind of tied two things together in a weird way. Well, yeah, that's what they're doing. And then like you know, Peter Quill in the comics is never a, like a, a half breed, but no, he is hinted to in the comics at having a great grandfather who is a celestial. Yeah. Well, although, but that's a recent thing, isn't it? Like since the first oh, movie I don't came know. out, I don't remember. Oh, um, yeah. I, I like with the ego stuff. They definitely took a lot of liberty with ego because he was. Yeah, he was never Peter Quill's dad. Well, they took a lot of liberty in this whole Guardians of the Galaxy thing. They That's really, true. they really did. like everything. Like most of it's not even yeah. very close to the comics. Yeah, not at all. I, I almost feel like James Gunn chose to make Guardians of the Galaxy because he knew he would have more freedom to fuck around with it and twist things further than he could if it was like. You know, uh, Captain America movie or like an Iron Man movie. Yeah, because like nobody right. even knew about Guardians of the Galaxy. Most people, I yeah. didn't. So I've been reading the com- the, the 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 current Guardians the Bendis run, comics, the ben- by Bendis, and it's definitely they're definitely using Gunn's model. Yeah, 
uh, and it, it works really well. But, you know, there's characters like The Thing is with him and Agent Venom is with him and Kitty Pride is with him. And so it doesn't, you know, it's obviously yeah. a direct translation. But Star-Lord dates yeah. Kitty Pride for a while. They still are in the, well, where I am, yeah. Yeah. Well, so, yeah, then what follows up after that is Zadarsky's Star-Lord run. And then uh, I haven't read that. Matthew Rosenberg's Rocket Run. Like, the Guardians come to Earth and they're, like, disbanded or whatever. Oh, okay. Um, it's actually really good stuff. Anyway. I'm enjoying it. Uh, I don't know. I don't know. I'm going to I'm gonna go ahead and give it a rating of I enjoyed the hell out of it. Yeah? What about you, Rach? I liked it. Did you have anything else you wanted to bring up before we... Uh, not that I can remember at this What time. was your favorite joke? I don't know. What? I had a hard time. We were trying to think of that last night. Like, what was the funniest? Yeah, I feel like every scene there, had at least fifteen jokes in it. I really, well, yeah. How can you pick so one when many. there were so I many liked, jokes? I liked that it was loaded oh like God. that. Uh, I, I like. Uh, okay, the, okay. The Mary Poppins joke. Loved it. That is my. I laughed for ten minutes. <laughs> I don't even remember the end of the movie because I was laughing. Is he cool? That was also yeah, such cool. a like a I'm Mary such Poppins, y'all. <laughs> such a heart, such a heartwarming moment. Yeah. It or really Star was. Like I could tell Yandy that Mary Poppins a lady who's a yeah like a <laughs> house cleaner, or I could just tell her that he's a badass. Yeah. Right, that's what he said. He changed gender, right? Yeah, yeah. He just yeah. yeah he just goes yeah he's cool yeah he's a, yeah he's a badass yeah. I'm Mary Poppins, y'all. <laughs> <laughs> so good. Oh my gosh, I love that part. Uh, I really liked the 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 like the almost the slapstick scene where they were trying to get Groot to get the fin, and he just kept coming yes. up showing up with wrong items. Yes, so good. that was I really, really good. That. I like I like that they tied it into the first Guardians because he brings the eye that yeah, Rocket said yeah, he wanted yeah. in the first movie. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so Groot remembers. He remembers. Yeah. They said, I heard time. somewhere that it's a completely different Groot. Like it's not the same Groot. Is that true? Like, what do you guys think of that? Every, like, every time Groot's reborn, I think there's something in the comics about him being like a slightly different consciousness or something. Yeah, it's super weird. So you think that's the same in the movie? Is I think it, it's like, like I think he's probably got some element of cellular memory. Yeah, like he's got he's got those memories there. Obviously, otherwise the relationship wouldn't be the same. But I mean, like, it really doesn't matter because Groot's not that yeah. deep of a character. He says I am yeah. Groot. Yeah, I do like, teenage but I think that's Groot. what I like about Groot. I think he is a deep character because because of the fact that. He only says I am Groot, but yeah. his actions show so much more depth behind him than yeah. being able to only communicate in I and am and Groot. Yeah. Exclusively in that order. I uh, Aha. uh Good one. Yeah. Um Yeah, I, I'm I am it is getting a little worn on me, uh the constant like man he like like repeating what Groot says, you know? Uh it, like when, when Rocket's talking to him. Where Rocket will repeat well, how you, back. How are you supposed to know what Groot's saying? I know, but it's just like when it's just Rocket and Groot talking to each other, then I'm like, ah, like I know there's no other way to do it, but it gets old. Like it's like when Yondu is there and Rocket is explaining what Groot is saying to Yondu. Yeah, that makes sense. Like, that makes sense. But when they're talking to each other, it's like nobody's like if Rachel were to say to me, you know, Jason, that hat looks dumb. I wouldn't be like, why is this? Hat, why? Why do you think this hat looks dumb? Or no, this hat doesn't look dumb. I just feel like. Why? It's just when it's those two, uh, yeah. when it's those two just by themselves. Yeah, there were a bunch oh, of okay. scenes of that, and I was like, oh, that's weird. Well, that's for the audience. It's for you. I know it's for yeah. the audience. I, I like, love the purpose. I I like how else are they supposed to talk to each other? I, I like that scene with Nebula and Sean Gunn when she's like about to yes. get on the ship, and he's talking to her. And I, I don't remember what exactly what they say, but I just remember thinking that was a fun scene. Yeah, she goes yeah. through this whole thing about her childhood and stuff, and she's like, I was thinking more like a pretty necklace. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah, he's, she's gonna go find Thanos and kill him. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. Right. yeah. Oh, yeah. no, Drex, 
he was super pissed off at the end of the last movie. He's going to go find Thanos, and they mm-hmm. didn't mention anything like that, like his revenge and his anger. They did do something with Lord. him and Mantis, where Mantis feels his feelings mm-hmm. about his family that yeah. he kind of hides, which I really liked that because it gave him a little bit more depth than just being laughing all the time. Yeah. Um, but yeah, they, I, I, I thought they should have something about him wanting to have some ambitions to do that. Yeah, or I should, guess he, he found his, he found a, a family that he he was felt comfortable with. This. Yeah. So I guess that makes sense. Yeah, but I th- yeah, I, it would have been nice for them to continue that thread a little more because then it would also tie in like give him and Nebula kind of a common goal in the end, um, and tie it all in with obviously what's going to happen in one of these movies. Um, I can't wait for interactions with Drax and any of the Avengers. <laughs> Dude, Tony Stark and Drax sounds hilarious. Oh my god, and that sounds Hawkeye amazing. Yeah, no, all of it. I like uh, mixing it. mixing these like super vivid and weird characters in with all the Avengers characters. Like just having Star Lord's mind blown by arriving on Earth and seeing what's like totally what exists there. Totally, I love the Zune thing. By the way, oh, that was oh incredible. My so good. Three hundred. Super clever. And I like I like they think he's like yeah, this is what Earth people are listening to now. Yeah, this is the most popular yep. thing. <laughs> A Zune. I, I'm sure, like that's. I, I just can't wait to see the scenes of like Tony Stark just being incredibly annoyed by like how out of touch this entire group of people are. You know what's fun about the Zune though? Uh, let's assume that the let's assume the Zune was from what 2002 or three. Yeah, yeah. The next movie is going to have more modern music. Yeah, and I think that'll be fun. I would, I, yeah, I would, oh, I would yeah, love for it to have like early 2000s music. Yeah, totally. Or like 90s, uh, just 90s, 90s yeah. music. It'd be so much fun. I yeah. feel like the 90s hasn't gotten enough nostalgia yet. It's not quite old enough, but it's getting there. It's getting there. So, did you guys notice that this movie takes place in 2014? Yeah. Yeah. What's up with that? Because it's right after the other movie. And then when when they show up in like Infinity War or whatever, you can have a lot of. Uh, so, like, are they going to have like three in, years of catch up before they can go back to. Nah. Avengers? Because Avengers is taking place like modern. Yeah. Like well, uh, so actual time. What well, the, I, I think that's. I think there's still a little bit of uncertainty there right well we're not sure how much time has passed yeah we we don't necessarily know but i think what they'll do is just be like oh yeah they've been yeah but if this took place in 2014 what move what marvel movie came out in 14 uh 2014 besides guarding the galaxy winter soldier yeah and there's been several movies since between 2014 and 2017 and nobody has ever mentioned this giant blue goo taking over an entire missouri city oh sure but like that's fair but like but like how long was it after Civil War, or was that was after Winter Soldier was Civil War? I mean, that was only like it wasn't mm-hmm. that long. I think the t- I think the Marvel movies are compressed into a pretty quick, pretty tight little time frame versus yeah. what we're experiencing because it's only two yeah. Because then it shots. could be called into question. Then you could be like, well, maybe Civil War took place in 2014. Yeah, right. I mean, it, I don't know because they've always had it as like it's yeah. you know happening as. I think the time goes, and I think Guardians a, of the Galaxy doesn't. Yeah, I think there's a certain amount of room where you just go, well... Who cares? Yeah, not all this is going to make sense. <laughs> like, That's the true. further along the, this the, universe The time goes, frame doesn't need to be 100% perfect. Yeah. Or either that or it's Missouri and no one cares, you know? It's Do you true. think the next Guardians movie is going to have a full-grown People Groot or a teenager Groot? Full-grown? I, I think it'll be full-grown, yeah. Especially if it, if it time jumps. I don't think a teenager Groot would be entertaining for... A no. Hours. No, I think that's why they did the uh, just the one joke. Yeah, yeah. that's pretty yeah. much the joke you can get away with. And to kind of show that he's grown up, yeah. and like when he comes back as a full, yeah. grown, they'll be like, "Oh, 
he he grew up because obviously he was a teenager at the end of the last movie. Yeah, although I did think that scene was pretty funny. That, that was, was really funny. funny. It's a fun. It's, it's a funny bit. Yeah, it'll be interesting to see where they go with the third movie. I think the third movie may end up like the first one was kind of about mothers. The second one was kind of about fathers, and I think oh, this was definitely from the beginning when they were talking yeah. to the gold people. Like it was like straight up like. Hey man, you gonna let him say that about your father? And then yeah. all of a sudden, his father shows up. I think I think the third the movie, whole, like after Infinity War and stuff, there will probably be a lot of time that has passed, and so it could even be like maybe Star Lord and and Gamora have a kid, and it's about being parents now. I don't think so. I think it would be the I worst think it, thing. That would be bad. I think it would be. I think it'll be about. And now you don't have to worry about other people. You got to worry about yourself and have your personal development. You think? Mm-hmm. I don't know, man. Well, I guess there's only one way to find out. Wait. Fast forward to four years from now. Wait for a while. Yeah. Um, well, shit, guys, we're uh, we're about out of time. Uh, Rachel, we got to get your review, your rating. Oh, I thought I gave my rating. Did you? Yes, she liked it. I liked, liked it. It. Okay. it was good. My rating is it's better than the first one. My rating is it's not better than the first one, but Ooh, it's still shoot. fantastic. Nice. I thoroughly enjoyed it. Yeah, but I don't think it's the best movie. It's in my second made. tier of Marvel movies. I mean, I've been known to really love terrible movies. Uh, X Men Apocalypse, for yeah. example. So I, like I really like this one, but like, I don't. But know. I don't think it's a terrible movie, though. Come on, I, I, might, <laughs> I, I think it's kind of, I don't know, not the best. I don't know. Sure, it's kind of hard because I liked it. Mm. So it also I, gets I have hard. Like two different rating systems. It gets hard with Marvel movies because it's like the more you like each one of them, the more that a movie that objectively speaking would be good can be like a little more bland. Like with Ant Man, you know, I think that was a pretty good movie. But it's like when you put it up next to like Iron Man and Avengers and Guardians and Winter Soldier and stuff, you're like, well. I liked Amex because it was a nice change of pace. And yeah. same with this. Yeah. Like it was, it's like a nice change of pace. That's fair. I think Amex was probably my, on my lower spectrum. Really? Yeah. It, what about, it what about Doctor Strange? I'm curious to know what you think about that. I, I, I enjoyed Doctor Strange. It's not my favorite. I like the first half. Yeah. The, the Dormammu? Not. At all, that's Chase and I are like our absolute opposites, aren't we? Because because I liked the Dormammu scene a lot. I was gonna, I was actually, I'm glad that you brought up Dormammu because I was gonna ask this question: Who made a a better giant face, Kurt Russell or Benedict Cumberbatch? Huh? He made a giant face. He was Dormammu. He played Dormammu. Yeah, really. Yeah. Oh, I, I, Kurt Russell. Kurt yeah, Russell. Kurt Russell yeah. was the better giant face. Yeah, I do like the touch when they were fighting the interdimensional monster the beginning uh-huh. where he kind of was like getting sucked into another dimension that looked yeah. like Dormammu's colors and everything. That's true. I like yeah. that connection because it's like, oh, they can well, do interdimensional crap. And when they were jumping, when they were doing all the like... Uh, yeah. The Ren and Stimpy effects. Okay, A, that was hands down one of my favorite things I've ever seen. That was incredible. <laughs> they're like, it's just we horrible things to a human body and then they're just like, start like going full <laughs> Ren and Stimpy. Like, <laughs> so good. Ridiculous. Okay. So good. I Rocket got... and Groot looks so fucking ridiculous. <laughs> Crack it up over there. I got one more question for you guys. Kay. The fact that they can jump that far across the entire galaxy, you know, uh-huh. they did 700 jumps even though it was not the way it was supposed to, yeah. doesn't that kind of defeat the purpose of the the idea of the first Avengers where he needs a freaking Infinity Stone to get his army to Earth? That's not true. And what the frick was he doing there? Like, why does Thanos need the Chitauri yeah. to take over Earth. Maybe if you gym. open one simple portal, it's easier than trying to jump 700 times. With That's the fair. Yeah, but they could have done that easy. They didn't need the army. Tesseract. They could have just like eventually got there. 
And it, yeah, but then it's like if you want to launch an all-out invasion, you don't want to eventually get there with your army because like the army they have to pass through like one at a time, and who knows how the Chitari stand up to that jumping? And, yeah, maybe they look even more in and stimpy. Oh, yeah, they're they're, they're like they're like Doodle Bob. Uh-huh. At that point, yeah. that's the thing. I don't know. I mean, I I, go, I, I, I appreciate what you're going for, but there's a part of me that just I don't care. Yeah, like, I know. That's what I give. I do though. Like I think about all this it, stuff. Like, doesn't I don't know. And you're like whatever. Just enjoy it. I I have that kind of uh, in my mind that it's like ah oh, whatever. Just enjoy it. But then there's another part of my brain that wants to analyze. Yeah. A lot of what you know, what they show in this movie is like why didn't they have anything yeah. with the time jumps or the space jumps in the first movie? Because they do say like, well, we went. Halfway across the quadrant, yeah, and they never explain it, and then they do explain it, and it's like, why was this never a part yeah. of it? I don't know. And the, the further we go in this universe, the two things happen. The further, the further along you go in the MCU, uh, a, the less met sense it's going to make. A, the less sense it's going to make, and B, the better the films have to be in order to stand out. Yeah, um, which I think is a good thing. It's but, a good thing, yeah. uh, you know. And they're not going to, they're never. You're always going to run into things if you if you have to do anything with the past, you're going to run into things like why didn't they not talk about the giant blue bob in Missouri? Well, because it's just. Because they didn't know about it until they made the movie. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, well, shit, guys. Uh, I think that wraps it up for for this week. Uh, Chase, thank you for for coming into the Savage well, thanks Land. Thanks for letting me come on because I haven't done a podcast forever. Yeah, I know. It's been That's a long awesome. time since you've been mic'd up. I know. It's great. Yeah. Hopefully, we'll be able to do some more stuff. Um, yeah, and it was good. It was good to see your smiley faces again, Matt and Rachel. Our scowling faces. Scowling. Yeah. It's you know. <laughs> I've just I've I've been a I've been a, a stinker lately. You guys are like at your wits end with me. Uh but yeah, and if, if you if you want to email into the show, uh letters at savagelandpodcast.com. Voicemail is four one three savage four. Uh leave us your ratings and reviews on iTunes. We got interviews coming up with all sorts of people. Uh, uh let's see, Matt Hawkins, Brian Hill, Babs Tar, uh Greg Smallwood, um um Fuck, too many people. I can't even. It's remember. a lot. David Walker. David Walker. Um, I don't know. A bunch more. Michael Cho. Andrew McLean. Michael Cho. Or yeah, Michael Cho. Um, I don't know any of them. Uh, if you have any questions for any of those people, just uh, and we actually got one that was uh, questions for Andrew McLean. But uh, if you have any questions for any of the guests that we're going to have on, send us an email. Letters at SavageLandPodcast dot com with questions for whoever. Uh, but that should wrap it up for this week. So, uh, any anything else to say to the peeps? Nope. We should have a sign off, right? Later, skater. Later.